This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. For an entire generation, people have experienced Star Wars, the only way it's been possible, on the TV screen. But if you've only seen it this way, you haven't seen it at all. This is where the fun begins. Chewing. We're home. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie, and get ready because we're about to talk all things Star Wars. Good morning, my suspect, and welcome back into the cafe. This is episode 115. I'm your host, Jeff. And on this week's episode, I'll be talking about episode 5 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. But before I do that, I was sitting here thinking the other day that I haven't done any of my segments that I used to do when my computer worked over a year ago. And since my computer hasn't worked in over a year, I stopped doing those segments, I guess, just because... I, it's very, I like to edit those intros and outros to those segments in my episodes when I do them, and without my computer, it's very difficult to do, plus, I don't have those sound clips on my phone. So, but, I was figuring, you know what, I did a lot of stuff in my geek fandom this past week, and I wanted to talk about a couple of them. Not all of them, but a couple of them. I am very behind on my Marvel movies, and I am behind on seeing the Batman. Still have not sat down to watch the Batman yet. Planning on doing that when the wife and I have uh, three free hours to film. (laughs) So, haven't done that yet. And I have not seen... The newest Spider-Man yet, Far From Home, have not watched that yet. I do have it on Blu-ray, but I have not watched that yet, so... And yes, that movie, unfortunately, did get spoiled for me, and I'm very upset about that. But, you know what? My fault, because I can't afford to go to the movies, so that's my fault. So, got that. Haven't watched it yet. Have not seen Doctor Strange in the... Uh, Multiverse of Madness, I believe it's called. Have not seen that yet. Heard it's coming to Disney Plus very soon, so we are waiting for that to happen. And that one, fortunately, has not been spoiled for me, so I am going into Doctor Strange fresh. I have no idea what's coming in Doctor Strange, and I'm very excited about that. So, have not done those things yet, but what we have done, we sat down 
and we finally watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. Another movie shockingly not spoiled for me. So everything I saw in that movie was fresh and had a genuine reaction from me. So, spoiler alert for a very old movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, the very ending of the movie was perfect, in my opinion. It was perfect. Um, we see the ghost slash spirit of Egon Spangler, and they got it perfect, in my opinion. It was perfect. Um, it made me weep like a little baby, and it I didn't think it would hit me hard, but it hit hard because the, the way they did it, the way they wrote it, it just evoked that emotion from me, and wow. Great movie overall, too. I mean, great story. Love the story. Um, for those you know, that remember, like I do, the original Ghostbusters movie from 84, they bring Gozer back as the main, you know, quote, villain. So Gozer's back. The Terror Dogs are back. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is sort of back. But this time, instead of one big, giant Marshmallow Man, of course, he's those little, cute, stay-puffed Marshmallow Men that I'm pretty sure everyone has seen, at least in the trailer. So, um, and of course, the way I'm talking about it now, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm going to say. It gets a 5 out of 5 stars for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I... I knew I would probably enjoy it when it came out, but I didn't know I would enjoy it them as much as I did. And since we got it on DVD, and I have to thank a good friend of mine that actually gifted the DVD to us. Uh, no special occasion, no special reason. He just texted me, said, hey, would you and your wife mind if I send you a gift and of course I said no I said you don't have to do anything but sure I said you know if you want to send us something send us something and he sent us Ghostbusters Afterlife and it was very funny because I was just talking about that very same movie with another friend of mine so yeah so he sent us that and we watched it and since we've watched it I've watched it three or four times already because I, I like the movie that much. So, there's that bit of geek news, or geek, for my week, <laughs> out of the way. And another piece of geek that we did was just yesterday. Today, or yesterday was my day, a day off work for me, so wife and I sat down and watch all seven episodes of the first part of season four of Stranger Things, which that one was not spoiled for me. Thank you very much. So we sat down, we watched it, and all I gotta say is for those of you who do not know, this is some spoilers for Stranger Things season four as well. For those of you that don't know, the first seven episodes are only the first part of season four. 
the second part of season four, I believe, is coming out July 1st. So I am going, let's get through June very quick right now because I need the second part right now. So I'm kind of glad we waited as long as we did to watch the season four of Stranger Things. So can't wait for that. Um, and honestly, I really can't wait for the final season of Stranger Things, which I think was announced that season five is going to be the final season of Stranger Things. Because here in season four, they are in the year 1986. So I would think season five would be in 87 or 88. And 88 is the year I graduated high school, so I am. I enjoyed Stranger Things from season one. Um, the first episode of season one had me hook, line, and sinker because of all the, you know, 80s references. It's, it was taking place in 1983. I was like, this is my decade, so I enjoy enjoyed everything about Stranger Things up, up until now. Um, don't get me wrong, season four has been amazing. I can't believe I kind of figured it out before the seventh episode of the first part. My wife also figured some parts out that I didn't figure out right away, but I sort of figured out that the, um, I don't even think we got his real name. Um, the sort of attendant that was helping uh, Eleven in the facility was number one. He was the famous number one. The one that the doctor, or I should say Papa, told her that hey, he doesn't exist and he, he's, you know, he doesn't exist, he's a man. Or something like that, I think I remember. Now, we've only watched, I've only watched um, this the one time, so I am not 100% clear on if I'm getting up all these the verbiage right, but I think the Papa told her that he number one doesn't exist anymore. But as he was talking to her throughout these episodes, um, I kind of picked up on the fact that I, right when he brought up number one and uh, him and Eleven were talking back and forth, and she was like, I'm pretty sure she said something like, well, Papa says number one doesn't exist. He's a, you know, myth or legend or something like that. And he goes, oh, he does exist and this and that. And I'm sitting, I just like looked at and looked at my wife and I said, he's number one. So we come to find out that he is number one and come to find out he is the cause of all of this right now. So... All this has been about revenge. Revenge on 11. So, um, I guess I jumped ahead there. <laughs> 11 got recaptured by the government or by these people that were, that had her at the beginning of season one. Um, Papa's back. Matthew Modine, Papa, he's back. Um, Paul Reiser's character's back. And Paul Reiser's character's a little... I, Paul, Car Paul Reiser's character, I think, is trying to do the right thing, where Matthew Modine's character is still, like, he is really, you know, he can be 
far edge evil, and then he seems like he's the nicest guy in the world. So, but anyway, they're back. Um, and for those, this this has been out. I think this spoiler has been out before the season even started. Hopper's back. Hopper's alive. He's back. Um, we see him. We see Joyce and Murray rescue Hopper at the very towards the very end of the seventh episode in the first part of season four. Um, and oh my God, speaking about Murray, kudos to Murray. Holy crap, is Murray a badass in this season? I wow, never thought I'd see that from Murray, but. He is. He's a badass in this season. And, um, of course, if you don't watch Stranger Things, I'm sorry, I guess. Uh, skip forward over the first part of this episode, and you won't have to listen to me babble about something that you're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And believe me, I listen to some podcasts where they talk about stuff that I don't watch for a little bit, and I skip forward. Like, when Game of Thrones was huge, I haven't... I've only seen like one episode of uh, Game of Thrones that's because you know a friend gave me his then HBO had you know sign in and I watched it and it just wasn't for me but when I listen to podcast episodes that start talking about that I'm like fast forward fast forward fast forward because I you know I don't know what they're talking about so I understand if you're listening and you don't want Stranger Things, that's fine, but I'm just going to geek out just a little bit more, um, yeah, so, Hopper's back, Joyce and Murray rescued him, Murray's a badass in this season, so, and then, like I said, Eleven gets captured again by these people, and actually she gets arrested first for hitting this girl that has been bullying her in high school in the face with a roller skate and yes I cheered I was like yes she deserved it and she gets arrested for it so I'm like that's kind of harsh you know but she gets arrested for it and um, as the cops are transferring her to a juvenile detention center um, they get intercepted by uh, Paul Reiser's people or Riser takes her back to Papa. She sees Papa and tries to run. Um, and because Paul Riser says, I can get you your powers back. So that's where we are now towards the end of the first part of season four. Is she's in this facility again, trying to, trying to get her powers back. And she's in a deprivation tank again, which they call Nina. And... That's where she discovers the truth about number one and who really went on a killing rampage of the facility in 1979, which they show at the beginning of the season. And it wasn't Eleven. Eleven took care of number one. But, and as she took care of number one, Eleven's the one that opened up the doorway to the Upside Down. And this whole time the reason the demigorgon the reason everything that came out of the upside down is after 11 is because number one is controlling the upside down 
number one is getting his revenge on Eleven. So it it just all tied together, and I ugh, there's just been so much that's happened in this in this season that I can't wait to see you know as it goes forward uh, coming in July. And I'm not sure if we're going to be able to sit down the weekend of July 1st and watch all the episodes, which I'm hoping we can because I do have a three-day weekend that coming weekend after July 1st because of the fourth, the July 4th holiday. So we'll see. We'll see. But, wow. That season, part one of season four, awesome. Perfection. And I can't wait until... I really can't wait till after the fifth season when they wrap it all up because I can't wait to buy all five seasons on Blu-ray. I do have the first season on Blu-ray because for those of you that know, the they, they pack the season, the Blu-ray seasons into a box that looks like an old VHS, uh, can, uh, VHS box, which is really cool. But anyway, that was my quick recap of Stranger Things. And as I look, wow, that was not a quick recap of Stranger Things. I rambled for quite a while, and I'm sorry for that. But now let's get into Star Wars. Now you can start listening, those of you who were not into Stranger Things or Ghostbusters, you can start listening. Now I'm done with my weekend geek. So let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about Episode 5, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Awesome episode. Probably one of my favorite. I don't pick favorites, but this is probably one of my favorite episodes so far. Um, we get, we finally get the the Hayden Christensen Anakin flashback, and it looks like it happened somewhere around season or episode two, Attack of the Clones era, because he still has the Padawan braid, and Obi Wan had that nice mullet going. So I'm thinking around Attack of the Clones episode two, you know era and I know I know my wife pointed it out to me and I said it really didn't bother me but she's the one that noticed it and I'm pretty sure everyone noticed it because I did I didn't say anything because I'm not that kind of fan but um, she was like did they even try to de-age Hayden Christensen and it looked to me like no they didn't but you know what just spend your suspend your disbelief I kind of liked it because it was actually telling me, yes, these are new scenes that were not, you know, taken from deleted scenes from episode two. These are brand new scenes that they shot for this show. But I know, I know some, some fans probably, probably complained. I was not on Twitter. I stayed off Twitter because I was not able to watch this episode until I believe it was late Thursday night. So... I did not want to be spoiled, but I'm pretty sure people went on a rampage about how, oh my god, yeah, we're supposed to believe that's uh, Taco Clones uh, episode two. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Suspend your disbelief. I mean, it didn't bother me at all. It didn't really bother my wife at all. She just made a, you know, an observation, a comment. And I was like, yeah, no, I said maybe they, you know, Maybe they reached their budget. I don't know. I don't really care. This is the way that Deborah Chow decided 
to shoot it. So she's the director. She's the, she's the one that's experienced with this stuff. Not me. I'm not a director. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not a writer. I I wouldn't be all those things when I was younger, but they never really had specialized schools back when I was going to college for the movie industry like they do today. And I just never pursued it. Maybe I should have. Maybe I'll be happier. I don't know. But I, I wanted to be that back then. But like I said, I'm not the expert. So leave it to Deborah Chow. That's the way she wanted to shoot it. That's the way it came out. I'm fine with it. I hope a lot of other fans are fine with it. I did see some comments before I stopped going on Twitter, though, on Wednesday morning. Um, I saw comments like, this is the Obi-Wan Kenobi episode I've been waiting for and stuff like that. And I was like, right when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm getting off Twitter because I don't want someone to accidentally spoil it for me because it sounds like an awesome episode. But at, then when I first started watching and that first scene popped up with the flashback, I was like, oh my God. My first thought was, without mentioning it out loud, was fans are going to have a problem with this. I just know it. And I kept that thought to myself. So, I really haven't scoured Twitter since I've watched the episode. But I guess I should just to get a laugh and see what people are complaining about. And just go, oh my god, I can't believe they're complaining about that little petty detail. But anyway, I did see, I did see on Twitter, um... I was on Twitter for a little bit yesterday. I did see um, so, someone complaining that um, delay a character, leave it to Disney or something to this effect. Of course, I'm just like paraphrasing because I'm not sure exactly how the tweet went. Um, to make Leia into an annoying, you know, character. And I'm just like, really? You think she's annoying? To me, she's not annoying. That is Leia. The way they have this young actress playing Leia, I can see Carrie Fisher acting Leia like this little girl is acting Leia. So this to me is Leia. She is just being Leia. So I don't know what they were talking about. So they must not be watching the same show as me. So I just was like, whatever, dude. If you think she's annoying, uh, I feel sorry for you. Because um, she is quite charming and adorable. And she is killing this role as Leia. So, and in this episode, her being the one that wants to go up in the vent there to try to get the... Um, the hangar doors open so they could escape was awesome. Um, I'm happy she was able to pull that little tracker um, device thing off of her little droid to make the droid go back to normal. Um, and we got to see um, Reva and Reva's true intent. I would have never thought. I, I kind of knew, like everyone kind of speculated that she was one of the young Padawans at the very opening scene of episode one of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, she was one of the Padawans that escaped that, that day. 
And yes, they ran into Anakin. She had to watch Anakin kill all her friends around her. I still don't know how she got away. Um, I don't. If they did, if she did say how she got away, I missed it completely. But I don't think we know how she got away yet. But they apparently they did find her in an alley somewhere, you know. So, um, but this has all been revenge for Reva. Reva, Reva, to kill Anakin slash Darth Vader. So, Obi-Wan, I think, started getting to her because she actually faced down Darth Vader. And towards the end of the episode, we see um, Vader stab her through with a lightsaber. But it looked to me like the lightsaber went to the side. So it looks like this, this didn't kill her. We didn't see her die. We saw her crawl to a communication device and a recording of Bail Organa that uh, Obi-Wan had laying on the floor of the hangar, which they dropped. We saw her crawling over to it and then trying to play it. So she is alive. And we find out that the Grand Inquisitor did not die. Surprise, surprise. Yes. He didn't die because he's in Rebels. <laughs> but anyway, we see that he did survive his little stabbing, so maybe she ran him through to the side as well. And to me, he was so stupid to give her the key to surviving. He said revenge, something to the effects of revenge is the best form of trying to survive or something like that. And I was like, what do, you, what do you think's fueling her right now? Revenge is fueling her. She's not going to die either. So I just can't wait to see what they do in this last episode. I, I can't imagine if this ep last episode isn't over an hour and change. Maybe I'm saying this last episode, I see it maybe being like an hour and ten minutes because... They still have to cram a whole bunch of stuff in here. Um, we Just by the end of the fifth episode, them showing Luke laying in bed, sleeping. I, we almost are guaranteed that the whole sixth episode is probably going to take place on Tatooine. So, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see more Owen. Hopefully, we're going to get to see some Baru. Because I hope they didn't get Bonnie Peace to come back and say, you know what? Yeah, you're going to be in it, but we're, you're, you're going to be shot from a distance. Like, you're look, getting looked through binoculars, and that's, you know, as much screen time as you're getting. I really hope we get to see more Baru. I want to see some Luke. Um, now, I know Luke and Leia are not going to meet. Leia, obviously, is probably going to get dropped off in Alderaan. And we're going to go back to Tatooine, and now we're going to get to spend an episode with Luke. Now, when this series first started, if you said, which twin do you think is going to get the most screen time in this series? I would have definitely said without hesitation, Luke. And when I found out it was the opposite, I was ecstatic. Because I never thought we would be seeing a 10-year-old Leia in this series. 
I didn't figure her into the story at all. But the way they're doing this story is I love this story. I cannot wait to see how it ends. Now, I'm under the understanding that this the Kenobi series is only going to be one season. And next week's episode, episode 6, is going to be the, se- or the series finale. So, can't wait to see what they do. Hopefully, it's about an hour and change long. So, we get everything packed into one big episode. Um, I'm hoping. Um, but, you never know. Hopefully... They, 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 they decided behind the scenes, like, you know what? We are going to have one more season of Obi-Wan. You know, I would love another season of Obi-Wan, but if they decide to only do a six-part limited series, that's fine with me, too, because I can go back and watch it over and over again. But I really hope that they decide to do a second season, but I really don't see that happening. I'm, I hope for it. But I am not holding my breath for a second season of Obi-Wan. Um, we already know that there are going to be two seasons of Andor. And we're getting Andor. We're getting Tales of the Jedi. It, this summer is going to be packed with Star Wars goodness. So can't wait for that. But there's my little spiel on episode 5 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Still have not seen a bad episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi in my opinion. So, loved it. Love it, love it, love it. So, can't wait for more. And this episode is running a little bit longer than my normal episodes because of all my rambling about two non-Star Wars topics. So, again, I apologize for that. I'm sorry if you're not into that kind of stuff, but I had to talk about it just because I sat down and watched it yesterday. But there you go. There is episode 115 of the Blue Mill Cafe. Go check out the Red 5 Network over at Red 5, www.red5network.com. Check out all the other shows on that network. They're all great. More than just Star Wars. It's pop culture, geek, heaven. So go check out the Red 5 Network. And as always, until next time. Give the evacuation code signal. Thank you for stopping by the cafe. Life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow the Blue Milk Cafe on Twitter at that BMC Pod. You can follow the Facebook group, the BMC Pod. You can also email the Blue Milk Cafe, that BMC Pod at gmail.com. And remember, Blue Milk, it does a body good. Anyway. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. 
Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.